Hey, Chosen Fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to Season 7 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you the Seasons of Life series, where we interview different guests and friends of ours in different stages of life. We believe in the power of testimony, and the Word makes it clear that we are better together. If you aren't caught up, feel free to subscribe and binge our first six seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A nuggets with us. And, and let's, let's get, get this, this party started. Let me be in charge. Literally. What are you listening to right now? Music-wise? Yeah. Taylor Swift Midnights. <laughs> Can I tell you something you won't be, you won't disown me? I haven't finished the album yet. Oh, that's okay. Okay. It's also an acquired taste. I didn't, I was very underwhelmed the first time I heard it because I was like adjusting to the new vibe. Yeah. And so, like the second time around, looking at the lyrics, mm-hmm. I was like, lyrically, this is her best work. Yeah. And then the third time around, I started listening to, like, the producing in the back, Mm -hmm. like, the mixing. And I was like, this is a premium album. Like, even if people don't like it, like, if it's Mm -hmm. not their taste, that's fine. Yeah. I'm not going to be friends with them, but that's okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But you have to respect the art that goes into it. Like, I'm not particularly a huge fan of, like, Morgan Wallen. Like yeah. I don't just listen to his music in my leisure time. Like, if it comes on, I will. Mm-hmm. But, like, he is a wonderful vocalist. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, all adding all the elements together. Yeah, like, I respect yeah. I mm-hmm. respect his talent. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, it's not that I haven't, I'm like, I haven't had any major thoughts about it. But I've just been in such a mood to listen to familiar music. Yeah. What have you been listening to? Mostly Lizzo since Sunday. Still stuck oh on it. But gosh. I've been going back to the playlist I put together. My all my, my dad's favorite music. That's just been what I... It's the vibe. It took me a long time to really be able to listen to it. Yeah. Like, I put it together for that purpose, but it was like, I don't know, probably about a year before I could listen to it without crying. And now yes. it's just like something sweet. So, Rod Stewart. Shut up. I'm like, who am I? Do you know that his daughter dates a family friend of ours? Yeah, he just like name dropped him casually. That dude who's in charge of that studio we went to visit in New York. <gasps> no yeah. way. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I was with Ruby. And and Danielle was like, no, but say who her dad is. And he was like, Rod Stewart. I was like, I was like, I'm sorry. If you want my body and you think I'm sexy, I guess I need to see if this. You really would do well narrating an audiobook. <gasps> wow. It would. I, I don't know if I could do all the voices. You know, some of them like do. Oh, some, like if it's a fictional book with yeah. like characters and stuff? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I have enough imagination, but it would be fun. Yeah, I'm listening to one right now where there's like dialogue with a man and a woman, and she's like. I don't think I could do it if I had too many characters. I would really be struggling. <laughs> well, I guess I've, I've been recording. Oh, hey, y'all. What's up, y'all? <laughs> How y'all doing? 
Um, we are literally more than halfway through the season. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So welcome back to the podcast. It's just your girls today. I say just like you're not going to be excited, but I hope you are excited. It's been such a fun season being able to have so many special guests on. And I mean, like our, the guests that we've had are all friends in real life and it's just been nice to share someone else's story with you all, but I hope you've enjoyed that. Yes, we do too. And I guess that we need to mention one of our um, podcast sponsors. Yeah. We haven't done that in a while. I know. It's time. I know. So, Mary Catherine. Oh, my gosh. Her jewelry. I'm wearing, we're, I think that, is your um, chain, Mary Catherine? It is not. But oh, when I say yes. I was so close to switching out my earrings this morning for those. And yes. I will m- most definitely be shopping at, at Poppy's to purchase some more because her jewelry is so high quality, super cute, yes. and just versatile that love having it a part of my a, a part of my collection. Yes. Her office is in Nashville. That's where she makes all her beautiful tings. Mm-hmm. Um she is a hashtag boss babe. Yes, we, she is. We are millennials and we do use that term, so just She's wonderful. Deal with that first off, but she is fantastic. Um, if you want to shop her website, it's MaryCatherineDesigns.com or you can find her popping Instagram or TikTok and that's Mary K-A-T-H-R-Y-N. She is our queen of pink. She mm-hmm. is our queen of sparkle and she wants to give you 20% off with code M-K-D-20. That's capital M-K-T. Oh my gosh. M-K-D. Two zero at checkout, and you'll get twenty percent off your entire purchase on her website or app. And her things come so beautifully packaged. Like if you need a gift coming up for Christmas time, first of all, she ships so quickly. Yeah, we will order something for the store off her wholesale website, and it will be here two days later. I'm like, girly, are you Amazon Prime? She's on top of it. Seriously. She's great. And she does a lot of trunk shows, too. So, like, Mm -hmm. I know that she hosts private events. So, if y'all are in the Nashville area and you're wanting to have, like, a girls party or whatever, she also does um, permanent jewelry with little charms. We should do that. Yeah, we should. And then she'll come by Poppy's every now and then, and she has a charm bracelet and necklace pop up where she'll make a little custom Mm -hmm. just charmer type bracelet or necklace for you puts the little charms on there permanently it is just the cutest little thing but her taste is impeccable i agree and i would call some of her jewelry like statement pieces that you would wear like on your birthday Mm -hmm. or to a bachelorette party but then a lot of the ones that i have which i would assume are her best sellers are like capsule pieces like oh yeah gold hoops gold layering chains like things with your initials on them and her prices are honestly even before the 20 percent off discount Oh my gosh. So Great. fair because she, all her stuff is gold plated. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's high, so high quality. Everything's great. Shop Mary Catherine for, for Christmas for yourself. It's Catherine with a Y. That's right. Yes. It's great. We love you, Mary. Love you. Yeah. Love you. Bye. <laughs> um, if you know, you know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well today we're just here checking in again before we have some more guests on, mm-hmm. um, We were just talking about this. We only have like two or three more guests left in this season. Um, And then we're chatting Advent. Because crazy. This year has gone by so fast. It's about that time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We're recording this Halloween weekend. 
Holy crap. Wow. The the time really has gone, but it's also just been, it's been so sweet. I will also say just being able for us to do these little check-ins, you know, once a month with you all while we've had the season of special guests um, has been so fun. Yes. Just kind of like you go to the, to the lady doctor for your yearly, this is your monthly. That's chosen girl. It's like checking your soul. Come on. Because also, like, Sarah and I, you know, we're real people doing our real life. And there's so many things that just co- that pop up and, like, come to mind and, and are placed on our hearts throughout the throughout the month. And so it's also just been really sweet to, to do those real-life check-ins. Yes. Um, and we have a lot of new people with yeah. us. So if you have found us on social media um, or just found the podcast in podcast, welcome. I This is Sarah's voice. This is Liz. We're two best friends. We love just talking about the gospel and our lives, just living them as two Christian girlies. We are mm-hmm. not theologians, but we would like to picture ourselves as your sisters just coming beside you and talking about the crap that happens in our lives and how we're going to deal with it. That's right. With the Lord. Yes. That's how I'm going to deal with it. Yes. But this this week... Mm-hmm. We have lots of thoughts. We have lots on, of hot takes this week. We really do. I mean, and and I guess I'll just open up with, first of all, we've talked about social media a lot, mm-hmm. but I feel like it is so just healthy and helpful to have that constant reminder that social media is not everything, that it is a snapshot and that it is having that snapshot of someone else's world mm-hmm. um, is not that, Im- it's not more important than the gospel. So true. And how we respond to it matters. Yes. And so it's like if someone upsets you on social media, maybe it's okay. Like, I think we need to take more walks outside. Oh, 1,000%. Like, look up at the sky. Look up at the stars. Take a deep breath. Take a step back. Fix iced coffee. Like, we are on a giant rock Mm -hmm. hurling (laughs) millions of miles per hour around the sun. And even though your feelings are valid, they are not absolute truth in the gospel. It's, yeah. So what sparked this conversation? Trigger warning if you're mad about this. If you're mad about this, we're all going to be humbled together. Mm -hmm. Of course, y'all know I'm a Swifty. I love Taylor Swift. (laughs) There's no denying that. So... There's the first piece of info. But it's interesting what has come up in the media this week Mm -hmm. upon a really big release week for her Mm -hmm. um, about one of her music videos, Antihero, which I thought was just the most clever thing because everybody has the the whole concept of the song and the music video is your inner critic. Yeah, we all have one. Really self-sabotaging yourself. Mm -hmm. And I know, I think we've talked about imposter syndrome, a smidgen on here. Just that voice in your head that's like, who do you think you are? Are your friends really your friends? Mm -hmm. Are you really talented? Why would you even try to do this new venture or apply for this job or go to this particular school or text this friend or this guy? And, And basically just that inner critic within us that lies to us Mm -hmm. and i believe that a lot of that could even come from the enemy Mm -hmm. just the lies that we tell ourselves that oftentimes we believe that keep us from living fully yeah and so we get a glimpse of that um in taylor's music video and it's it's showing herself and then also showing the double of her which Mm -hmm. is her inner critic 
And it shows them doing all these activities and like her and her critics trying to get her to take all these shots. And and at one point she's like, hey, step on this scale. Mm -hmm. And when she does step on the scale, it reads the word fat. And if anybody knows anything about Taylor Swift, she suffered from a horrible eating disorder. Mm -hmm. And if you... If you've been a fan of hers, um, or even if you're not, you can look at pictures of her now, and then you can look pictures of her during around 2014 when the 1989 album yeah. came out. And it is jarring yeah. how she looked at that point in time. And she talks about that very openly, very um, vulnerably in her Miss Americana Netflix documentary mm-hmm. and how she would feel like she needed to pass out all the time. Like, she just would look at herself and there would be comments online, you know, she, she looks pregnant here. Is she pregnant? Or, you know, how horrible the comment section gets. Mm -hmm. Um, and just trolls online. Always. And I, I honestly can't imagine what toll that would take on me as a human, nor anyone. Oh yeah. When, I mean, I just couldn't look at comments and, and she talks about how she doesn't anymore. But, um, in conclusion, she took that part of the music video out. Her team did yeah. and re-uploaded the video. And we have some thoughts. Yeah. Just that kind of lead us to how can we use this as something that we can apply to our lives as Christians with how we react to things, mm-hmm. how we respond to things, and how we navigate the feelings of ourselves while also... Um, navigating the feelings of others. Yeah. Even if I should say navigating the feelings of others, how we react slash respond to the yeah. feelings of others. That response matters, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it matters not just for, you know, how the world sees you, but it also matters for how your inner circle sees you. That's so true. Um, because there are times when you have no idea what people are going through. And in reference to, you know, like the, the video itself, you know, just because the the scale for her said fat, because that was something very real that she was feeling. But other people said, well, she's so thin, you know, how it, maybe she's, she's taking credit or she's trying to lean into the experience of someone who identifies or like who, who feels like they really are, who, mm-hmm. you know, is not conventionally sized or, or whatnot. And I, I thought to myself, I was like, if she felt that way, who are we to tell, to deny her own experience and say, no, that's not real. You didn't feel that. Right. But, and- yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I'm like, how many times does that happen? How often is it like, oh, you know, this is how I feel. Oh, well, you shouldn't. Or that's crazy. Or it's yeah. really just gaslighting people. Thank you. And, and, I'm, and I know, girl, you know, I love Taylor. Yes. So I'm not, this is not me taking her side because simply because I love Taylor. Mm-hmm. This is me looking at a greater issue mm-hmm. of being offended by someone else's personal experience. Mm -hmm. And if anybody knows anything about an eating disorder, again, that's that, that voice inside your head that is telling you things Mm -hmm. that just simply are not, well, they, they could not be true, but they could also be very harming to your mental health, to your physical health Mm -hmm. in this case. Um, So how do we, how do we respond to this as Christians with learning from this where there's one side of society that's like, this is ridiculous. She is, how can we tell somebody else how to feel when that was their feelings? Yeah. 
Um, and then there's another side that's like, this is derogatory. This should not have been done. Um, and, and I completely agree with you. We, we cannot gaslight people out of their feelings simply for our own comfort. Oh, say again. Because what, what has essentially happened is we've shut down her feelings because I say we as in like society Mm -hmm. has shut down her feelings and saying, no, you need to take this down. You need to change this. That was harmful because they took her experience and personalized it to themselves saying that made me uncomfortable. Yeah. That made me mad. Mm -hmm. That made me feel some type of way. When she was just communicating through art, this was my experience. I think it's, I think we have to, one, using, using discernment mm-hmm. in general of like, is, is someone using, uh, making a personal attack against someone, something, a group of people? That is one thing that definitely so should true. be addressed. That, that changes the environment or the influence, that influences someone else to feel differently about it, someone else or a group of people. But if someone is sharing their personal attack, and then if we are so inclined to take it so personally that we, that we start saying that, they, that we're negating their experience, mm-hmm. that's really, I think you have to dis- discern, you know, between those two situations. But also I think it, it's a moment of, okay, if you, if you kind of get upset about something at first, this was one of the most humbling things. Um, and slight, sad, slight backstory. I remember one time I was a teenage girl and I was doing something and my dad asked me to do something. And it was, it was after like a long day and I was tired and I was frustrated. And I just remember I was going about it, you know, kind of when you're like, you're just like grunting and just like so tired and like irritated. And the Lord really spoke to my heart in that moment and said, how do you think he feels? Hmm. And I have not forgotten that it's been over. That's been nearly 10 years ago that anytime I get angry, yes. Having enough empathy to say, Oh, why ask, why do you think they did that? Or have the bold enough to be bold enough to ask why, or to take a moment to don't stop thinking about yourself. Yeah. It's not, everything's about us. That's so And I'm like, that's, it's just, when the world tells you that it's all about how you feel, what makes you feel good, what your truth, you do, your, you, 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 you yes. that's not what the Lord has called us to. No. It's all about the gospel. It's about sharing his word, his truth, mm-hmm. living for his glory. And how can we invite people to that when, if we have our fist closed and that's a choice that we make to mm-hmm. either be open or closed hands. And yeah. y'all know open hands is, is something I love mm-hmm. to stand by as kind of a motto. But if our hands are closed and someone is coming to us saying, this is how I feel, this is my experience, and our response is, no, it's not, or no, you've made me uncomfortable by saying that, there is absolutely no room for the gospel to penetrate their heart if our hands are closed, because the number one way to earn someone's trust and respect is by listening to them. Yeah. And listening does not mean agreeing with mm-hmm. them. And listening does not mean justifying what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Listening means sitting with them and giving them space yeah. to be them. And like you name your sin, whatever sin that you're thinking of right now in your mind that you may have trouble with judging in your mind. All of us are there. All of us are thinking of something or someone right now that we're just closed off and we're like, oh, well, I'm not having that conversation with Mm -hmm. them. But how in the world will anyone ever 
even think about listening to the gospel or listening to our testimony or just sitting with someone, getting coffee, like you don't even have to talk about anything to do with religion or Jesus. But if we are not opening up the doors and pulling out the chairs Mm -hmm. to listen to people and make people feel safe and welcome with us, there is not even a sliver of a chance for the Holy Spirit to do what he needs to do. That's crazy. It's wild. I know. It's again, everything, everything really comes back to, comes back to your, how are you going to respond to the, to God's call? Mm-hmm. For how we're, how we're called to conduct ourselves, and when when Sarah and I were, were sitting here earlier, having you know how we we have these pre discussions before we before we press record, and then we say we should have been recording this whole Pre-game. time every week. We mm-hmm. say the same thing, but um, you know we, the story that first came to mind was thinking about you know how many times Jesus healed people on the Sabbath. Totally, and um, if you know, you know, reading the Bible in a year, y'all we're at year, we're we're past day three hundred. Which is crazy. Congrats. Honestly. Yes. It's it's wild. It's been a great experience. But it it immediately came to mind that just a couple of days ago, there's so many accounts of this, but just wanted to read really quickly um, this passage from Luke 13. And it says, On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching at one of the synagogues, and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and couldn't straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. He then um, put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. The, and indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, the synagogue leader said to the people, There are six days for work, so come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath. Just literally 18 years of her life. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, big, no big deal. Um, the Lord then answered, You hypocrites. Doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie your ox from, uh, or donkey from the stall and lead it out to give water? Um, then, then should not this woman, the daughter of Abraham, who Satan has kept bound for 18 long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? When he said this, all of his opponents were humiliated, but then the people were delighted with all the wonderful things that he was doing. Mm. And again, this, this was one of those perspective shifts. And it really shows, for me, I can't imagine being one of those synagogue leaders that were like, how dare he do a good thing in the mm-hmm. name of the Lord on the Lord's day? This is not a day for working. And I think, again, the, the thing that comes back to mind is, you know, is it is it the purpose or is it the practice? Which one matters more? Girl. Because the same, and here, here's what we see, like, in comparing the Pharisees to, like, society. Mm-hmm. The same Pharisees that would probably pray for that same woman to be healed are mad mm-hmm. that she was healed on the wrong day, quote unquote. Yeah. And the same society that says, be vulnerable, share in your struggles. This is how we heal. Criticize you when you share your struggle. Yeah. So God forbid, like Lord help us not be a people, a church mm-hmm. that do the same thing. Yeah. Because I, I do feel like, the big and when I say a church, a big C church, the people of God, I do not want us to welcome people with open hands and criticize them when they enter our doors. Yeah, because that is not our job. Oh yeah, to criticize or point fingers or judge. Mm-hmm. Our job is to invite and and be kingdom builders in like 
build in circles, not rows. And that's something that, that my pastor says all the time and be reachers, not keepers. Yeah. It's, you know, you said something so powerful about just being, inviting people in Mm -hmm. to feel safe in that space. And And like, we have to mean it. Oh, we do. How, I mean, how many times have we prayed for, for God to bring a revival? How many times have we prayed for God to have, to, to present us an opportunity to show his love, to show mm-hmm. his truth, you know, to, to care for people, for them to see Jesus through us. Yeah. And then when we're given opportunities, not take advantage. And the thing is, is that if you've ever found yourself on the opposite side of where you didn't take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah. I, I just encourage you to be, to have the humility to say, God, I messed up. Please yes. present me with another opportunity versus in the, in this instance of the Pharisees trying to justify their decision. Yes. You know, in this, this specific, specific passage, um, they were just humiliated, but many more, they, that's when that was the deciding factor when they said, it's time for us to kill Jesus. Yeah. He's too big of a threat to our, our life and our way and how we've planned things. Yeah. And so I think when, especially in this instance with, with the video and everything else and, just how we're engaging and moving about the cabin of life and interacting with other people, be mindful about how, how we're treating other people, how we're being empathetic to those other people, how we're presenting the gospel, the love of Christ, recognizing that every moment is an opportunity for us to glorify him. Amen. Like we could literally say period. That's the podcast. (laughs) Um, Something that we've talked about, a little bit before that I'm learning more about through Dr. Henry Cloud is something else I think that is so important here to keep in check. And that's the term confirmation bias. Ooh, yes. And all of us have these biases that are in our lives developed from every experience we've ever had. Oh yeah. And, and this is true for every single human. So like an example is if a woman has only ever had really crappy boyfriends, a really good boyfriend can come along and exhibit good boyfriend behavior. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he pulls his phone out on the couch one night during a movie. Yeah. But she is going to think, oh my goodness, he's texting someone else. Or mm-hmm. he's bored with me. Because that's all she's ever known. Yeah. So then she maybe acts out or goes off on him like, what are you doing? Who are you texting? Are, are you bored with me? Am I not entertaining you? Do you not like this movie? Do you not want to spend time with me? Mm-hmm. And that's not because he was bad for getting out his phone. He mm-hmm. could have just been checking his email for work or gotten a call from his mom or wanted to see what the weather was going to be that night for any particular reason. But because of her past experience, mm-hmm. she is then for lack of a better term, triggered by his behavior mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with his actual intent or even the behavior itself. So we all, and that's a big example, but all of us have even tiny, teeny, teeny, oh, yeah. tiny, tons of little biases in our lives that lead to us acting out unfairly mm-hmm. or inaccurately in situations that may be misconstrued by our previous experiences. Um, and a lot of assumptions can be made based on those. Ooh, we know what happens when you assume. I know. If you don't know, ask ask your grandma, ask mm-hmm. your grandpa. Um, and I do think that there is intent versus impact. Yeah. In, impact. Sometimes people with the best of intentions do have a negative impact on people. Yeah. But that was not their intention. And does that make it better or worse? I do think that good intentions 
are definitely, I would rather somebody hurt me with good intentions than hurt me with bad intentions, like with the intent to hurt me. But I think that something that we need to always analyze, kind of like what you said earlier in the situation of you getting mad at that person in your life. Yeah. Think, why am I mad right now? Why am I offended right now? Is it because I am genuinely mad? Do I have means or reason to be mad? Mm -hmm. If so, like, feel those feelings. But if it's because something maybe a little bit deeper that you need to unpack with yourself. Oh, yeah. I was just being a brat in my situation. (laughs) But be bold enough to say it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And, And especially, I think that 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 applies in offense. Like, if you're offended about something... Really, especially before you act, especially before you act, examine why. Why does this offend me? Because there are things that happen that are happening actively in our world right now that are so offensive. Mm -hmm. There are hate crimes happening toward specific religious groups, Mm -hmm. toward different racial groups during, I mean, so many marginalized groups of people Mm -hmm. that that is an offense. That is an offense, and I'm not minimizing anyone's feelings here by saying, you're, I hate this, when you're feeling something, and somebody's like, well, it could be worse. I'm like, I know that, but I just need to work through this right now. <laughs> but if if you are offended on a small scale with something that you see on social media or something that may have been texted to you that mm-hmm. is up for debate, first of all, analyze yourself. Say, is there anything in me that is wrong that needs to be resolved Mm -hmm. so that I'm not as offended by this. And if it is with somebody close to you in your life, approach them with peace and say, Hey, I just want somebody actually messaged me today. And it's a hilarious story that I told you. Um, They thought that I had blocked them on social media and it turns out they had accidentally blocked me. They were like, I'm so sorry if I did anything to offend you. I'm not seeing your profile anymore. And then I looked it up and it's not showing up, so I'm assuming I was blocked. And I'm like, no, I'm so glad you messaged me. Like, I did not block you. Yeah. Like, I have no reason to block you. I'm not typically a blocker. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really <laughs> go through the trouble of blocking anybody. And so we got it all worked out, and it was just a funny thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, yes. Like, I'm so glad that she did that because I really wouldn't want her to think to go on life, in life thinking, why did Sarah block me? Yeah. You know? So, like... Bring light to it mm-hmm. in a peaceful way, people. And I don't think that that's in comment sections. No, it's not. I don't think that's what God had in mind with confrontation. It's, again, there's no need. I, I know the social media makes us feel like we have to act instantly. I and it's know. not that, and it's not that responding online is, is wrong, you know, but I think yeah. that it's my, that it's important that we're all being mindful about, you know, how, once again, not just the world is seeing us, but think about the people in your inner circle. Mm-hmm. If you have children or if you have nieces and nephews, like every, some, somebody is watching at all times. That's so true. It's a terrifying thought, but it's very true. Yes, it is. And so being mindful about, you know what, how am I going to best represent Christ today? Yeah. Every, like I said, every day is an opportunity, but it is be bold. Be bold enough to just ask. That's so something true. that I feel like we don't do enough of. And maybe it's just that Southern culture. Or maybe it's like if you're like me, a recovering people pleaser, you know. And you're like get afraid, like what if they what if they say something weird? Like what if they take offense to this? And I'm just like, I'd much rather just ask. Most people would just mo- appreciate, hey, did you block me? 
Yes. Than someone just changing their actions based on them making assumptions. Well, they blocked me because I feel this way because da 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 da. Going back to that conf- confirmation bias. Yes. And and I have I'm thinking of a particular instance in my life where I know someone blocked me and I did not reach out to them. It's been years ago. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, you know, we're adults. They can text me if something's wrong. I don't, I, I haven't contacted this person. I don't know if they've heard something, a rumor about me. I have no clue why they blocked mm-hmm. me. And I so regret not reaching out to them, which now I feel like the statute of limitations is kind of expired. <laughs> like, it's, it would be creepy now. It's been like eight years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably not. But, yeah. but that's, that's real. And this yeah. is just real life in general. For sure. But, when, again, as as our day-to-day is happening and everything's going on in the world, it's just a, a friendly reminder to, to take a step back, analyze the, analyze the situation, put it into perspective that it's Absolutely. not just about us, and um, and move forward with, you know, with love and God's truth. Yeah. Open hands, y'all. Open hands. Open hands. I think that our lives, I think that our lives would be so much mentally healthier Mm. if we didn't personalize the things Mm. that weren't meant for us and the things that were meant for us, we worked on them. Yeah. Yeah. Worked on healing, give them over to God and do, because healing does take work sometimes. Oh, sometimes girl, (laughs) it was every time because I'm like, Lord, I mean, again, some, if, let me tell you what, one thing that changed the game for me, ask yourself, why am I mad? Mm. Why did that hurt? Why did it make you feel enter feeling here some type of way? And sometimes, and it takes it takes a moment, and it it takes some humility, because sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, I feel that way because X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're not willing, if you're not in a space where you can answer those questions, I respectfully encourage you to refrain from responding from yeah. a place of hurt. Yeah, that's discipline for sure. That's just self discipline. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And it's in its intentional heart work mm-hmm. is what it is. Oh yeah, to quote my counselor, that's good. Yeah, heart work is hard work. Heart work is hard work. It is so worth it though because mm-hmm. it affects. It is a rippling effect of how our relationships are with those around us. Oh yeah, and I think, or I, I don't think I know that the people around the impact that comes from us that spreads to the people around us are so crucial to how we interact with the gospel in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the gospel is proactive. It's Mm -hmm. not just in, I mean, it is internal, but it's also external Mm -hmm. as well. You're right. So that's all I got to say about that. That's it. Y'all, this has been so good. It always is. It's just, again, just that, that friendly reminder. It's so needed. You know, this, for some, I don't know what happened. It feels like the last six months have been just like a very healthy step back from a lot of social media for me personally. Mm -hmm. And it, I was so afraid that I'd feel like I was missing something, but I don't feel like I've necessarily missed, um, all the negative parts, you know, uh, no, who would miss all the negative parts, but it's sometimes it, it takes that intentional act, but being mindful about how those negative parts can sometimes influence how you're thinking, how you're feeling, how you're perceiving and taking in information. And it's just a reminder of like, as we were engaging, you know, just keep that in the forefront of your mind. Like the, 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 not just perception, but, um, that perspective. Yeah. In the grand scheme of the kingdom, how much does this matter? 
That's so true. And I think that another word, really quick before we conclude, is respect. Needed. We have made respect all about what we believe. Mm. And it's almost like if I were to say now, I do not, or I respect another religion Mm -hmm. or another denomination or whatever. I almost feel like I would get roasted for that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I subscribe to that, but I'm going to be respectful if I have a friend who observes a certain holiday or if I have a friend who practices a certain, I mean, fill in the blank. And I can't, like, they honor their religion or belief just as much as I honor mine. And I can't be so self-centered to think, oh, my goodness, they aren't observing mine. Well, they don't subscribe to mine. Mm -hmm. They didn't press the subscribe button. So, please, as we come upon holidays especially, I feel like a a lot of things get up in arms in the Christian um, social media world around Halloween and and the Christmas, even like how people celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that convictions are so important and I have my personal convictions. You have your personal convictions. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their personal convictions and it's their convictions. And, but there is also the truth of God's word that is oh so important. There is, there is a, a special song and dance. I feel like I'm doing right now with observing both, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, be respectful. Don't act ugly. In the words of all of our grandmothers, yeah, right? No acting ugly. That's that's the rule if you're a chosen girly. <laughs> that's <Don't> right. <laughs> that's our, that's our one club rule. Yeah. Don't act ugly. For sure. You're too pretty to act ugly. Oh, 1000%. Mm-hmm. All y'all. 1000%. Too pretty to act ugly. That's it. That's, that's our show. <laughs> It's it's so <laughs> I'm laughing I'm laughing because I'm like all this came came about from this general conversation about this Taylor Swift video. Thank but it you, was Taylor. Yeah, but it was a, Yet a, again. Very, <laughs> a very real reminder of how we how we can be just as humans. Extend some grace to a neighbor if you find that and if you find that you've got if you've got a a, a, um, a neighbor that is acting ugly, extend them some grace, show them some love, and I encourage you to to just reach out and be like, hey, you good. Yes. You don't have to come at them sword swinging. Just be like, hey, just checking in. Get a $5 Starbucks gift card. Show somebody some love. Write them a note. Say, I know you've been going through a lot recently. Have some coffee on me. If you need to talk, I'm here. Oh, my gosh. What a sweet gift. Venmo $5. Imagine how you'd feel if you received that today. Seriously. Y'all go be go go show, show somebody some love. Act pretty, not ugly. <laughs> we'll be back here for another interview next week. Love you guys. Love you guys. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girl Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.